Please always consult with your physicians prior to making any changes to your treatment plan. Welcome to Living with Scanxiety, the cancer podcast, a podcast geared to help you navigate the pediatric cancer world. As a mother of a child who battled a soft tissue sarcoma for over a year, your host, Rosaria Kozar, understands and will help guide you through your journey. She brings the knowledge of experts, families, survivors, and other organizations tied to the pediatric cancer world to your doorstep. Her mission is to inform, support, and promote hope for you and your family. That's part of the reason why I'm here today is we would like to see more applications from pediatric uh, focused uh, awardees. So um, to date, last year we had none. Hi, this is Rosaria, and I am here with Alyssa O'Driscoll, and she has been at the helm of the Sarcoma Alliance since 2017. She's a family history of sarcoma and knows the important role of patient advocacy and how difficult it is facing that type of diagnosis. Alyssa's experience includes leadership at healthcare nonprofits such as Harvard, teaching hospitals, Dana-Farber Cancer Institute, and other areas. We are going to find out more about her and more about what Sarcoma Alliance can do for you. So welcome to the show, Alyssa. Thank you so much, Rosaria. Really a pleasure to be here and excited to share more about the resources we have available to folks who have been diagnosed with sarcoma and also the folks who have been affected by sarcoma, whether it's caregivers um, as well as loved ones. Mm -hmm. We're really happy to have you on. I know that you have a tight schedule, so thank you so much for being here. Do you want to tell us about some of of those resources? (laughs) Sure. Um, So I'll give you a little bit of history about the Sarcoma Alliance. Mm -hmm. We were established back in 1999 by Suzanne Leiter, who had been diagnosed with synovial sarcoma. Uh, Of course, the sarcoma is a rare disease. It affects about 17,000 people in the U.S. annually, and there are more than 100 subtypes, and it's very challenging to treat. Um, So Suzanne, um, you know, went through her treatment successfully survivor for a number of years. And four years into her diagnosis, she finally met someone else who was diagnosed with sarcoma. So her name was Wendy Summers. And they both together said four years is far too long to find someone else who has been through this um, type of diagnosis and, and the complexities of navigating something like this. And together they established the Sarcoma Alliance. And the Sarcoma Alliance, our mission is to provide guidance, support, and education for everyone affected by sarcoma. So together, they built out a number of different programs and resources. Um, Today, it has expanded since that time. Um, But one of the signature resources um, that Suzanne began um, is the assistance fund. So we want to make sure that folks see a sarcoma expert because we know that health outcomes are dramatically improved if a sarcoma patient is treated by a sarcoma expert. So we provide funding up to $1,000 to help reimburse expenses related to a second opinion from a sarcoma expert. 
So we provide those on a quarterly basis. Our next uh, deadline is, let's see here. We do them in March 15th is the next deadline um, for applications. They are available online um, as well as a, a paper form if you're um, more comfortable with that. And you can send it to our office in Mill Valley, California. Uh, we provide that as a, and it is not, um, uh, so you can see the application there uh, in its entirety. And we want to make sure that folks seek out a, a consultation at one of those 100 plus uh, sarcoma centers all over the United States that's listed on our website. Uh, most of those folks have a, a social work team uh, who can help you fill out the application, but we just want to make sure that folks are seeing those uh, sarcoma experts early in, in the diagnosis. So that's one of the signature programs. Um, I'll stop there, and then um, I'm happy to keep going if, uh, <laughs> um, if you'd like. We have more to come. Well, how many people did you approximately help last year? So last year we awarded, let's see, I think it was uh, at least 60 uh, patients with grants. Everyone that we have uh, received an application from with the expenses attached, we have always given something. Um, so as long as you complete the application, you meet all the criteria, we will provide a, a grant. So also last year, our numbers had decreased because most people were uh, either not going to, to follow up with sarcoma experts because of the pandemic. We did see our numbers drop. Um, but overall, we have provided over 900 grants um, since the inception of the program, which is exciting. That is so exciting. That mm -hmm. really is. And to have that sarcoma specialist is just so important. I wish I had that when I, but I was going through it. So how many children do you help on average or families with a child that have cancer? Mm. That's something that we would actually really, that's part of the reason why I'm here today is we would like to see more applications from pediatric uh, focused uh, awardees. So um, to date last year, we had none, no applicants. Okay. So we would like to see more minors. Um, and we do reimburse for both uh, parent and child, uh, whether it's meals or airfare, things like that. So that's part of the reason why I'm here today. Oh, fantastic. Well, I'm really happy that you brought that up. Um, I'll put that in the bio. And also, you said you could apply via paper or website. Do you want to just mm -hmm. tell me the website offhand right now so people, if they're listening, they can just write it down? Of course, it's sarcomaalliance.org, and you can go to the assistance fund application on our on our website and uh, apply today. Fantastic. And I know you have an Instagram, and a lot of people do these days. It's mm -hmm. at sarcoma at, alliance. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> great, great. Easy and, peasy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to make it too difficult. So that's great. People can navigate on those two ways. And um, this is an excellent way to get in 
more um, expertise. I'm just so excited that you have this opportunity to come on and share this. This is great. So I'm sitting here with a big smile, everybody that's listening out there. (laughs) (laughs) You said you were involved with a type of sarcoma and that's really kind of pushed you into this position. Do you want to tell me more about that? So my aunt was diagnosed with leiomyosarcoma. Um, As you know, sarcomas are predominantly connective tissue and bone cancer. Hers was a soft tissue uh, sarcoma um, that was uterine. And uh, I think that, you know, at this point in time, there are more than 100 subtypes of sarcoma, which is, you know, incredible in terms of just the diversity and histology. Um, we, we serve, the Sarcoma Alliance serves all uh, sarcoma subtypes. So that is a unique feature of our group. We are more of the social services uh, type of nonprofit. We do not fund any research, which is a unique aspect of what we do. And we are pan-sarcoma. So once again, we serve and include folks from all uh, sarcoma subtypes, and we do provide uh, more patient education, financial assistance, and then really some navigation resources through both our website, online. Um, we do have a nurse on staff who provides more navigation um, and answers questions via email and phone. So we do have um, those resources available to our community. Yeah, that's really detrimental to any um, nonprofit to have those things. So that's excellent. Mm-hmm. And one of your messages is you are not alone. Yes. Do you want to expand on that? Yes, I, I think that goes back to the original uh, key message of Suzanne Leiter, because for years, she did feel alone. And I think so much right now, you know, with the pandemic, um, we have been so isolated. And I think, you know, that also, you know, has kind of clued people in uh, over the last couple of years about how, you know, if they're thinking about cancer, how isolating a new and rare diagnosis can be, you're kind of out on this island, and and you want to make sure that you still have that connection. Um, So we've really built a lot of support structures within the Sarcoma Alliance. So together, we have, uh, of course, a Facebook support group, um, which has more than 12,000 people who are part of it. And that includes folks who are active patients, uh, survivors, previvors, uh, caregivers, loved ones. Um, and we are, we are thrilled to, you know, help them navigate through this process that, you know, there's a collective wisdom uh, within this group. And we want to make sure that folks are, are not isolated, whether, you know, they can be online, they can create connections and then, you know, go off to um, make sure that, you know, someone someone understands uh, more than you know or realize, really. Um, and we also, um, through through those connections, we also have other platforms such as uh, a, a deep partnership with Emmerman's Angels. I don't know if you're familiar with that group, but they provide a mentoring uh, type of network where you can sign up as either a patient, a caregiver, a survivor, or a previvor, and then match together with someone um, and have more of that uh, close connection um, where you're following up, you know, every couple of weeks or every month, every six months um, to really touch base as you navigate 
navigate um, this really difficult journey. So we want to make sure that folks, you know, always have um, the resources. You can call in um, to our office. You can email us. You can access um, us through social media platforms. Um, you can connect with Emmerman's Angels to make sure you're supported. Um, and someone's really connecting with you on an individual basis. We also provide our patient education conference, which has really helped uh, folks uh, connect with others. Historically, it has been an in-person event. And of course, the last couple of years, it's been a virtual event, but you can still chat. And we do provide a directory of people who are attending um, that patient education conference. So if you click to share your contact information. We organize it by subtype because that's particularly interesting to, to each other. So you can kind of, you know, understand because it is so dynamic and, and, you know, each subtype can be radically different in terms of um, the treatment process or, you know, so, or who you're seeing or the sarcoma center or your location and geography. Um, we do, the last couple of years, we've had 16 countries represented um, through a variety, you know, so we truly are an international nonprofit serving people across the board. You mentioned, uh, you know, providing transcripts and, and that has been, you know, more and more important and also making sure that we are reaching people who, you know, English is not their first language. So um, making sure that we are truly inclusive and, and including folks so that they do not feel isolated. Uh, and that is, you know, a huge goal for us. Our team, our staff, we're really de dedicated, our board. Um, if there is a question, you can always reach out to us. The email that um, we have for our general mailbox, if you do have a question, it's just info at sarcomaalliance.org. This is great. You guys really are so comprehensive and cover all your bases. That's great. And like you said, it's so rare. Um, you put in a write-up, it's only 15% of childhood cancers. And it was my childhood, alveolar rhabdomyosarcoma. But then there's several subtypes of that. And like how many... Um, how many in total did you say approximately? There are now sarcomas. Than, yeah, there are now more than one hundred. When I started five years ago, there were fifty. <laughs> so that is how oh many gosh. more that they've added every single year. Um, but it's very important to understand the pathology and make <laughs> sure that you are, you know, seeing a sarcoma expert, getting that pathology reviewed, because sometimes they will change it. Um, you know, if you have someone who's truly an expert, and then that can redirect the course of the type of treatment or, um, precision therapy that, that you are, you know, um, avail that's available to you. So, you know, that is, that is, you know, it, hopefully, um, you know, it, it's kind of a, a moving target in terms of the, the growing amount, but I think the more, you know, the more, you know, right. With all the subtypes. And yeah, absolutely. And seeing a specialist is key. So I love what you guys do. I can't wait for the childhood cancer community to hone in on what you guys offer. This is fantastic. <laughs> so I have to ask, is there anything more that you'd like to add? 
Oh, one um, new, so we just completed a redesign of our website and one of the critical pieces that I would recommend that people check out is the newly diagnosed patient guide, uh, which really, really helps um, folks on their journey, especially when you're, you know, scared and anxious and like sarcoma, what is that? Um, Because oftentimes people don't even know that sarcoma is a cancer. Um, So there is a little bit of education about that. And the um, newly diagnosed patient guide really helps outline some clear next steps when you're feeling really fuzzy and you don't know what to do, you're scared. Um, and that kind of helps um, provide a roadmap of sorts for folks. The other piece that I would recommend is our mental health blog. That's new this year, um, particularly with the isolation and the pandemic. Um, we have a new board member who is a psychiatric nurse and a sarcoma survivor, and she contributes to this mental health blog um, that really talks about anxiety and uh, a lot of different things um, yes. with it within the uh, sarcoma space. So I encourage you to check that out as well. Definitely. I will check it out myself and I will put it up on the website, on my website, www.livingwithscanxiety.org. Uh, you have to check it out and see all the links that she offers. I'll also put them up um, in my other social media websites. I am so excited that we had you on and I usually end with like a little change and, and fun thing, you know, to end on a positive note. So my first question is, if you could read minds or tell the future, what would you choose? It is the answer neither. <laughs> <laughs> I, I uh, you know, sometimes you you don't want to really understand what other people are thinking because, uh, you know, we are our own uh, <laughs> experience. Um, but then also, I think reading minds are tell the future. Uh, I probably, you know, telling the future, if it, if it was good and positive, that would be exciting. Um so I think maybe tell the future because then we could see, you know, you know, how things kind of play out and um, if we can change them. So tell the future. <laughs> I like that. That's good. That's good. That was a good explanation. I was stuck on that one too. And I was asked, I said, none. Uh, <laughs> but yes. So what song represents your life right now? hillbilly bone <laughs> because we we moved down to uh from we've lived a number of different places and i originally am from kentucky and there's a song about there's a hillbilly bone and we made a big move down here um my husband got uh, uh, moved to Florida to fly out. Uh, he's an airline pilot. And uh, I'm just loving kind of tapping back into the roots because we're close to Alabama. And, uh, you know, I've really enjoyed the grits and greens this year. So <laughs> it's good. Excellent. So thank you so much for coming on today. I really appreciate it and playing our little game at the end to (laughs) lift everybody's spirits. Of course. I can't wait to get this out and um, everybody make sure you get in touch with Sarcoma Alliance. They need more pediatric patients. Yes. So make sure you do that. 
Yes, we um, we did add a few new board members who represent the AYA community. So this is okay. a big uh, focus for us, and um, we we celebrate and want to partner um, with this community, and and we're deeply grateful for the opportunity to be on the show. So thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Living with Scanxiety. Please subscribe to hear more informative discussions like today's.